How dare you let them lock me up? I know it was a crazy scene, but damn it, I was happy. I know it wasn't my usual. It wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be greatness in its purest form. It was me stepping into my greatness. It was me moving for the first time in forever. And the first time in forever, I was moving. Instead of sleeping all day, instead of dreading everything, instead of hating everything, instead of internalizing, instead of anxiety, instead of depression, instead, I was happy. So, I think it's time to just record. I don't know, I didn't feel like writing stuff down because... I think this episode is going to be talking about mental health. And I think that's something that I could talk about without a cue card. I don't know. It's crazy. Um, For those of you who don't know, um, I spent 10 days exactly (laughs) in a mental ward. um, And... Yeah, I spent 10 days there. Um, I did not go in by free will. Um, I was committed by my family because I was having multiple manic episodes. Um, I didn't know that was what we called it at the time. I thought, you know, maybe this was how I supposed to be. Hmm. Sorry, it's 5 a.m. and I just woke up and I was just like, let me record something. <laughs> um. So yeah, 10 days at the mental ward. Um, I didn't go in there by free will, um, but I did love it. Um, I loved legit every day I was in that place. Um, it was like it was like camp. I had roommates. Um, we played games. We had a schedule. Um, and I met some really dope, 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 dope-ass people. And all hurting. The same way I'm hurting. You know? Who knew I could do such a thing? Hold on, you guys. Yeah, I'm about to... Set this bad boy down. Hold on. So, yeah, mental health. There was just so many people in there. Um, there was so many young people. Um, I'm 28. It was either the people was really old or really fucking young. So many 18-year-olds. And, man, I was so proud of them. I remember being in 12th grade when I had my first depressive episode. And I stayed in bed for two weeks in high school. And, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go. So, hey, 
if my best friend D didn't come and get me, I would probably spent there alone a lot longer. So yeah, I'm thankful for that. Um, thankful for that visit, especially for the people that I met. I have this long ass list of everybody's numbers and stuff. Um, yeah. What else can I talk about with mental health? The list can go on. Um, I know I didn't see enough black people there. I mean, I guess you don't want to necessarily see your own type of people, but I just thought how amazing is all these Latinos, all these white people are all getting help. And then the whole time there was three black people. Everybody was getting cycled in and out. Three, including me. Um, and shit. I'm very proud of the black people who were there. There was this one guy pre-med. Oh, man. That shit is enough to drive somebody crazy. Pre-med at UCLA. You go, dude. Congratulations. Um... And then the other was an older lady. Ooh, that's my cousin. I swear, she's like, she reminds me. She called herself an auntie, which is fine. But I'm going to call her a cousin. Shit, we always have so many cousins anyway. Ooh, random segue. Um, I think I'm not picking anymore. I think the meds are working. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, I cut my hair because I have trichotillomania, meaning I pull my hair. The same way somebody bites their nails, I pick at my hair. I pick at it to the point where I leave bald spots. And yeah, that shit has been my problem since forever. Oh, man. Forever. If we want to segue back to my my second slash first episode, I deleted my very, very first. I need to re-record that. But, so if we're counting first of the one that's available, yeah, I'll talk about bullies. A big part of my hair-picking I feel like stemmed from being made fun of and having nappy hair. Super nappy hair. Ooh, jeez, I love it now. I love that I'm nappy. Love that I'm nappy. But it took a long time to get to love it. Why? Because bullies. Okay, you got B to beats. Oh, oh. Oh, your shit nappy. Back when nappy was a bad word. Oh, that good. You know, you know, you were supposed to have that good, good hair. Ooh, good hair. Man, I think I could talk about good hair for a whole episode, too. But yeah, so I don't think I'm picking right now. I think the meds that I have right now is keeping me from doing that, and that makes me so happy. Because, damn it, I've been trying to regrow my hair out. But every time I do, picking, stress, picking, anxiety, picking, you know? 
Um, yeah. Ooh, hair. Ooh, ooh, yes. But, and also, I think I'm cute, ball. Right now, this is a cute little length. I don't have to take care of it right now, not yet. But soon, I might have to brush it. <laughs> um, yeah, mental health. Mental health is getting there. So, yeah, just talking more about the hospital. Um, talking about how I got there. Um, so, there was a series of events of how I got there, but I'm going to just start with how I physically got into the hospital. And, um, yeah, and I'm still working through a lot. Um, so like I said, I wasn't, I didn't go in voluntarily, which a lot of people did, and I was surprised. I, I would now that I know what, where and what that place is, it was like the brochure. I was like, yeah, for sure, I'll go back. But, yeah, just how I got there. Um, so, Tuesday. Tuesday, at this point, it's been a rough week. There's a lot of personal stuff going on at home. But work, man, when I say work, is my escape from my at-home realities. I mean it. It always is. I mean, school, I would love school, but you don't get paid. <laughs> you actually pay. You you come out of pocket. Uh, which is a terrible, but... Oh, excuse me. Remember, it's early. And, yeah. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. So, yeah, going in that morning, Tuesday morning, it was a really important day at work for me. But the night before, I did not sleep well at all. I was having night terrors. And you know what? I was really fucking excited for this meeting. We were having an all-hands meeting. If you don't know what that means, that means all-hands meeting. Everyone from the company should be there. And um, everyone in the company should be there. And yeah, I had something to say. I had already talked to the person who coordinates it about saying something. And I thought I got an okay from them. But I didn't officially write nothing on paper because (laughs) um, my manic episode did not let me be still. I couldn't write. I couldn't do anything. It was like having so much energy. So much energy. I felt like the Tasmanian devil stuck inside of Eeyore. The Tasmanian devil stuck inside of Eeyore. So my thoughts, ooh, they were going, they were going, they were going. But my body was still moving us just as slow. And I remember that Monday, everybody was asking me, oh, where's all this energy coming from? And I'm like, man, I'm pumped. And I mean, I was. That Sunday, I put out a podcast. Was it that Sunday? No, that was the week before. Anyway, yeah, yeah, let me just stick. Because like I said, there was a series 
series of events that led me into there and I really just want to get out how I got there so I was at work I was at work and so yeah the meeting is happening but I hate talking about what happened when I got there. I did try and wear my own clothing to make a point. And yeah, I wore joggers with a t-shirt. I kind of just rolled out of bed that morning because a lot of good shit was happening. Um, ooh, I mean, I guess, okay, so, all right. Sorry, you guys, I'm going to pause rewind so before I went to that meeting I was at a friend's house um a friend that I'm obsessed with when I say friend I would call it a dick appointment but I don't want to yet they're not a dick appointment they're a friend um who I'm obsessed with and yeah they held space for me which I really appreciate um I was really tired I had exhausted myself on Monday because, like I said, I was really, 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 really high up. Um, I was moving fast in my mind. My mind was moving fast. My thoughts were moving fast, but my body still Eeyore. <laughs> Maybe less Eeyore and somebody who moves a little bit faster, but it was still, my thoughts were a thousand times faster than my body. And, um, yeah, so that day... Or that morning, I was with a friend, but I did not sleep well at all. I kept waking up at night terrors. Every hour, I would wake up shaking, ooh, scared. And this was when I was on Zoloft, everyone. So, yes, I started off meds on Zoloft. Uh, I had never taken them. I had taken Prozac before, many years ago, but not consistently. And so, what I did is the Zoloft, and I was doing this very consistently. And I knew it was messing me up. I would drink coffee and have the Zoloft. And man, I thought I was rolling. Like, I would look and stare at my hands and be like, yo, bro, what's going on? And so, that's one of the reasons to find out, you know, of course, these meds be having so many side effects. One of the side effects from Zoloft was nightmares. It was not being able to sleep. And I did get sleeping pills too, but I wasn't trying to take them. I didn't want to have to start taking a sleeping aid. Not because I didn't think I would, not because I thought I was going to get addicted or anything, but yeah, it was a no for me. Um, it wasn't a no because I was taking them. So, yeah, my body said it was a no for it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that morning. So I was very happy that morning that I got to see this person um, because Lord knows trying to get a hold of him is super hard. I hope he's listening. Make yourself more available. No. Anyway, so that morning I... Didn't get a lot of sleep. I went into the all-hands meeting. 
Ooh, and I was on time, dude. I was on time. My sister took me. I had a ride. Ooh, that day felt so good. It felt so good. I thought I was going to have something to say, but I didn't write it down, everybody. Let's just keep back to that. So even though I thought I was ready, in reality, I wasn't ready for this meeting. Um, I thought I was just going to say shit. But, you know, I was way too hyped. So anyway, joggers in a t-shirt, and I go into my all-hands meeting. And my CEO texts me, are you okay? Because I think they're looking at me, and I immediately sit on the floor. Um, There was no seats left, so me floor sitting was not a big deal. Somebody else came and floor sat next to me. Okay, so we're at the meeting. And I have trouble saying this because I'm I'm a little embarrassed about it. Uh, because, yes, manic episode. But I did have a point. If somebody would just let me explain myself. I mean, we would probably still be here to this day of me trying to explain what I was trying to get to. But I had a point. So I go into the all-hands meeting. I'm on time. What? Maybe even like 10 minutes early. Like, what? Bitch, I'm early. And... So I sit on the floor during the meeting, and then um, and yeah. So to make a point, I did record the meeting because my boss was not my boss. My supervisor was hounding me about being on time, even though I'm. Let me. I'm gonna let me scratch that. I hope I'm going to listen to this and hopefully be able to scratch some things. Hopefully this editing tool would be dope. Um, so, yeah, I hope I'm not making a mistake by not recording this straight onto Anchor. I'm trying to do it with just my voice recorder. Um, mostly because I kind of like the breaks, but I didn't. Yeah, anyway, anyway, anyway. So yeah, all hands meeting, I'm sitting on the floor, it's going, and something in my body possessed me. Because, you know, I kind of think of myself as Dharma and Greg. Um, um, and I'm Dharma, obviously, and workplace is Greg. If you don't know what it is, Dharma is this hippie chick, and she marries a lawyer who's the complete opposite. He's straight edge. This is how you do A, B, and C, and she's a hippie, meaning this is how you do C, F, B, and it doesn't matter because that's the way it came to you. I fuck with Dharma. You know what? If I have enough time after I record this, I am going to watch some Dharma and Greg. It's on Hulu, everybody. Um, so I'm sitting there, and then something possessed me to put my feet up. God damn it. I put my feet up in the meeting. I put my feet up against the wall because remember, I'm on the floor. So now I'm laying on the floor with my feet up in the air. (laughs) I hate saying that part because I was just like, ooh. Ooh, that was a little crazy. But you know what? Fuck that shit. I am crazy. That's how I be feeling. I just be like, fuck. Let me be me 
And I mean, I swear, if it wasn't such a big taboo thing, I would do the shit again. But I won't. But anyway, so I got up to say something at this point because now usually I'm at the end of the meeting anyway. As I get up and I try and say something, I write on the whiteboard. And so I'm up, I'm getting ready to speak. And you know what I say? I say, I'm black. Ooh, it's Black History Month. I'm black. And I had a point of communicating of like, some people can't communicate with talking over each other. As a woman, we know how to talk over each other and still hear each other. I know a lot of people listen to me and my friend conversations and be like, how the fuck do y'all hear anything? And be like, oh, what do you mean? Like, uh, yeah. Um, so brain fart. Um, so yeah, I get up, I say I'm black, and then they say, you know what, Naomi? We don't understand you have a lot going through, and they ended the meeting. So they didn't let me say anything. Not one thing. And as much as I wasn't organized, I still had a lot to say. And so I got shut down. And I was really upset about it. And so we dispersed. The meeting is over. And I now have some lingering things from Monday that I'm like, okay, fuck it. Let me just handle that. Meanwhile, you know, home life is crazy. So this is me trying to get my shit together. And at work, I can't, I don't know what to do about the house, about my home life at the moment. Home life is what makes me upset. Work, especially right now, is not what makes me upset. No, so thankful for my job. So thankful to not be working retail. So happy to be not working retail. Brain fart. Anyway, so without going into, no, fuck that, I'm going into details. The next part, so we're done with the meeting. So now, what do I do? So now I'm finishing up from what I had Monday, so I'm talking to people. Yes, I'm still jumpy, still antsy, all of that shit, you know. So, um, so eventually the HR person asked me to come to the room and I go. And I go into the room and then I see, which is also where my supervisor is, and I see two chairs facing each other and my boss sitting in one. I need to stop calling her my boss. She's my supervisor. My supervisor 
has two chairs out. Lord, it's an intervention. An intervention? For what? You know, and that's what my immediate response was. And it's crazy because, you know, I didn't get to make my point. And so now I didn't get to make my point in a meeting. And for that reason, I didn't think an intervention was fair. I was just about to speak about what is going on. Not in a personal way, but I really did have like a community, like a how to communicate thing. And, um, yeah. Um, brain fart. Anyway, intervention, sitting in the room. And I couldn't even sit down. I was so hyped because I was so pissed. And well, not immediately. At first, I thought, you know, maybe we're having a meeting about something important. Not what I'm fucking wearing. But anyway, we talked. Ultimately, my HR person was trying to sit us down. And, you know, the first thing that they mentioned was my outfit. Can we stop talking about my outfits? Okay? Everybody in that building on my floor gets to dress the way they want to. For whatever reason, because my supervisor trips on it, I have to dress a certain way. Now, they're letting up on that because of this reason. So they tried to do an intervention for me and it didn't work. And ultimately, I got so hyped that I had to be escorted out the building, which was frustrating because I had things planned that day. I was going to sit with a lawyer I'm tired of being pushed out. I'm moving soon, but I feel like I'm being pushed out. And so I was hoping to find someone who was willing to kind of just give me some referrals, and he did. I need to look some people up, but I'm kind of over it. I'm like, fuck it, let me just move. I don't care. So, yeah. That was the trigger, you guys. I got escorted from work. After, like I said, work has always been my escape. So it sucked. I had, ooh, I was going to work out that day. I had my workout clothes. I was, bitch, I was ready. And so I was upset and I called a series of people. I called too many people. Um, But I was in panic because I really did think I really did think that I was going to have a full productive day. But yeah, so after I got escorted out of work, I called so many people. I got, I had, there were so many in and out phone calls. It was 46 of them. This part I'm going to summarize because it's not important because I want to get, now I want to get back to the hospital and what I learned and why it's important to know about these type of places and about why it's important to have everybody have health insurance because Lord knows if I didn't have insurance, I would not have been there and it would have been another lost cause. So 
yeah not sleeping and being in full manic and I learned what manic mean from the hospital I thought manic just means like you know kind of talking to yourself and shaking you know because I mean shit that's kind of what I was doing no I wasn't let me stop but yeah I did think manic meant like like I said just somebody on the chalkboard making scribblings and none of it makes sense and all of this but I learned that shit what I was going through shit if we're really thinking about it I was kind of going through it on Monday but also Sunday and I'll talk about Sunday later because that was kind of the start of the downfall um anyway anyway I don't know if I'm getting enough pieces out of the story but yeah I don't know the whole edit thing I didn't feel like it was very natural and flowy I did try outlining before but maybe I'll just do a couple of drafts maybe I'll figure out how to edit how to edit on this thing because I know I can so yeah um later on just to fast forward through that night like I said I have 46 phone calls going in and out that's a fucking lot usually I get about four phone calls a day five really four out of five is bill collectors and so yeah I did a lot of talking my throat my poor throat I exhausted my throat chakra and it meant that I I took it as that meant I need to listen right so fast forward through the night I told too many people about getting escorted out of work and we kept trying to talk about it and nobody was really understanding me but you know what you guys the people who I talked to the most thought I was okay not didn't think I was okay but they knew if I was had some time no that's not true I communicated my problem to too many people when but I also because the thing is somebody I would talk to someone they'd be like oh you're acting crazy so I would call somebody and be like yo am I acting crazy I just talked to you do you think I'm in normal they were like "Mm, you know talking a little bit fast but you good I was like man you're right I thought so and so a cycle once again somebody else would tell me oh Naomi you're acting weird nah like I am fuck and I called somebody that said Naomi you good and really the so um a friend of mine came and picked me up because now I'm sad, I'm, I'm upset, and it wasn't feeling hurt. That is the biggest theme of my visit to the hospital, not being heard. 
But shit, maybe I'm not speaking up enough. And that's why I'm doing this. And the hospital visit. So that night, my friend that picked me up realized I was I was going through a really bad manic episode. And they kept trying to... I wanted to go for a walk, just to summarize, once I got to their house. And I wanted to go for a walk. And... Yeah. My poor friend was so scared at this point of how I was acting. Uh, because now I was triggered emotionally to be like, I was I was yelling. Like I said, I was yelling, I was talking, I was yelling, I was talking. And my poor friend, um, Persian person, Persian person, <laughs> he's never seen me that angry before. And it sucks because I typically try and keep things like that away from him. Because the only people who's ever seen me truly that angry is my is my family. And so he's a quiet person. So I know he wouldn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. So, you know, he, he called my family big mistake he it's a I'm glad he called them and not the police because he did say nail me I'm gonna call the police and I told him I was like yo that it triggered me it triggered me I said yo don't you dare ever call the police on a black person because lord knows they don't know how to deal with this type of attitude and behavior. You call the police, yo, you're putting me at risk at dying, if we're being real. Call the police and you put me at risk at dying. And I told him that. And it was re-triggering me. By this point, you guys, I'm walking, I'm yelling, I'm trying not to punch anything. So I started punching myself. All right, Hope. And yeah. This guy. Yeah. So he called my family. Big mistake. (laughs) I'm very private from my family. So it sucked because now I see two of my sisters pull up and... They forced me inside the car. And now I'm cussing my friend out. Don't you fucking dare talk to me anymore. I can't, I can't fucking believe you called my sisters. I just wanted to go somewhere where I could, I needed to check out my way. I've always been the person who could couch surf for a little bit, you know? I knew I was taking the next few days off of work because when I got escorted out, the HR person told me to take a couple of days off, a few days off. And I was about to do it, shit. But sure enough, my friend called my sisters. My sisters come and get me. And I'm cussing him out because now I'm pissed. And... 
yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm getting a little emotional. Um. Yeah, so I'm in the car, and I was being told, I wasn't being told where I was going. I told them I wanted to go to a friend's house. Because that's what I do. I, I don't know. That's how I I get over things is I just I just take a break and I was gonna get that break but they didn't tell me where I was going. The car door was locked, the windows were locked, and then I knew it. I knew they were taking me somewhere. And Lord knows. And so I told them, Let me the fuck out of here. Let me the fuck out. I don't you know just going the fuck off and I was like I would break a window that's how much energy I had I wanted to punch a window and what sucks for me is I triggered my sister my oldest sister me and her never had to yell at each other before and that's what it came down to she said now look at here, you gonna break my window? This is when we finally get to the ER. And now she, we're yelling at each other. Now, if I was an exploder, meaning if I was the type of person who was violent to people around me rather than just myself, we would have fought. And I hate that that's how that situation went down and yeah it was draining onto her now she's not even fucking talking to me but whatever we're talking about who's talking to me after hospital visit later so yeah so I was forced to the ER and I just knew they were gonna let me go. I just knew they were gonna let me go. That hospital, the ER, was not a happy place. That place, it was people pissing, shitting on the floor. It was nobody listened to me. The whole time I was there, nobody was listening to me. So yeah, so now I'm at the ER. Nobody's talking to me. I'm a crazy person in there. They're not listening to anything I'm saying. I'm asking questions. I told them I was dehydrated. I've been yelling for like eight hours straight. I need some water. Told the nurse what the nurse do. Didn't bring me no water. An hour later, didn't bring me no water. I also feel like they sedated me without my permission. Maybe... I don't know, maybe my blood pressure was so high to where when they finally took blood, (sighs) to where they finally took blood, and I, at that point, they took it out, and now my blood pressure is low, and I was tired. Ooh, that's not it. Before... Damn, when did they start giving me water? 
Um, but yeah, so I kept begging for water. They didn't give it to me, but then they tried to take blood, and I said, I'm not giving you any blood until I get any water. And so what they... Oh. No, they took blood. They took blood. Um, but they needed me to pee in a cup, and they wouldn't give me any water. So hours of asking for water without getting any, what happened? Couldn't pee. So I told them they need to give me more water. So then what they give me? A bunch of cups of water. So now I have to pee every five minutes. Now I'm asking the nurse, the nurse, oh, you're going to the bathroom too much. Well, bitch. Hello? If y'all had given me water when I first got there, then I wouldn't have to be (laughs) peeing like the way I am now. Or maybe I would be. Who the fuck? Nigga, let me out. So yeah, I wouldn't. At that point, I was so pissed. My family wanted to come see me. It was a no. I didn't want to see anybody. You locked me up? Fuck it. Shit. I thought I was getting released. Then nothing. They didn't tell me anything. I fell asleep, woke up. There was... the, the God, can we talk about the ER for a second? That ER was basically a jail cell. The clothes that they had me put on was I don't even know what this material is made of it's like almost like hospital gown but it was like gel it was a two piece it's green I saved that shit I saved that green two piece because I'm taking pictures in that but yeah the, the hospital the ER they weren't listening to me they wasn't telling me what was going on um I didn't have a, a guess it's a social worker. It took hours of me being there, or what felt like hours. There was also no clock. Why the fuck? I feel like there should have been an evaluation of, yeah, there's crazy, crazy, but then there's also cooperative crazy. I cooperated the whole time, and that's why I didn't understand why the nurses was not listening to me couldn't get any water then they needed me to pee and then they ooh, huh. what's crazy is every time they told me something they were like oh your family every time I heard family triggered I would start pacing fuck this shit the security guards loved me in that hospital I hope I would go visit there's so many people I would go visit at that ER Um, but yeah, so damn, it's only been 42 minutes and I haven't gotten through the story, but anyway, fuck it. This one's a long one. Maybe I'll cut out a couple of minutes anyway, but yeah, so uh, now I'm in the ER. They weren't listening to me. I think they sedated me, but maybe it was just them drawing blood and I was just high blood pressure. I told them I was hungry, couldn't eat. The nurses were cool, but they weren't. They kept telling me stuff as if I knew what the hell they were talking about. 
So, like, okay, drawing blood. They wanted to draw more blood. I told her I was shaky at this point. Shaky. I was like, look, my arm is legit. Like, I I can't sit still. This is not, you're not about to try and take blood from me while my arm is shaking. Because I'm antsy. I told her I need at least 10 minutes so I can meditate. Ooh, meditation saved my life in that ER. Maybe I'll end this one with ER because that, it, it, to, it, yeah, who knows? Or maybe this will be a super extra long episode. Sorry, an alarm. Um, yeah, so she tried to take blood a second time. And I told her no. And she was like, well, do you want to go where you're supposed to be going? And I was like, I don't know where the fuck I'm supposed to be going. So maybe if you guys communicate that, I'll feel a lot better. I keep saying I don't know what's happening. I don't like not knowing what's happening. So fuck. Yes. Please. Please tell me where the fuck I'm going. And then that's when I found out I was going to the hospital. And, but really it sucks because I didn't know. I was there for at least 10 to nine hours and nobody communicated anything with me. I originally wanted to sue them for malfucking practice because man, that was a scary time. The hospital, the ER was scary. The hospital that I ended up uh, for the 10 days was all nice and dandy. But before that, getting there, man, that shit was wild. Maybe I'll leave you with that.